If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we keep you motivated, inspired, and thinking big. Up-leveling into quantum revenue is a choice that we can all make in any moment and then continue to make that choice to stay in that space each day. On this podcast, Ursula will share revenue growth strategies to reach your next level and introduce you to CEOs just like you who are making it happen. What's your next quantum leap going to be? See it, own it, and take that first step. If this is you, then Ursula wants to invite you to join us at the next 2X Intensive now. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. You're listening to Quantum Revenue Expansion with your host, Ursula Menchez. Let's go. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we focus on turning your annual income into your monthly income. I'm Ursula Menchus. I'm your host, and I'm excited to be hanging out with you. It's just me today, no guests. I, I wanted to do another solo show on, on really how to take your business to the next level. And today is all about the top five myths about scaling your business. Now, this isn't brain surgery. Let me tell you that. These are things that, you know, some of the things you've probably heard before. However, you know, Rebecca and I work with a lot of clients and, you know, we've worked with thousands of, of CEOs over the years who get stuck at certain revenue points. They get stuck at, say, you know, 100,000. They get stuck at 250,000. They get stuck at half a million. They get stuck at a million. There's like these different levels that, we tend to get stuck as business owners. And so this is a, a topic that's near and dear to my heart because if you get stuck or you develop a belief that you can't scale your business, you won't. There will be something that will stop you, something that'll come up that'll lead you to believe that it's not possible to scale. And so I just want to encourage you on this um the show today to really take a look at your business and make a decision about whether or not you want to scale this year and grow. And I'm hoping that by sharing the top five myths about scaling, it'll help you see that it's possible for you as well. Before we get there, a couple of things. If you haven't yet, go to UrsulaInc.co. We have the 
um, masterclass, Quantum Revenue Expansion, the masterclass, which pairs really nicely with this podcast. So if you haven't listened to that yet, it's a free download. It's a $997 value. We're just giving it away. It's on the very, it's on the homepage of my website. So it's super easy to find. You just go there, you sign up, you get it, you get locked in, logged in. And it's a three-part series where we first support you in creating your brand new quantum revenue container and really getting clear on the number. So it'd be really useful, you know, if you're thinking about scaling and what we're talking about today to also um, get this free training for yourself. The second part of the training, we talk about how to uplevel your prices, your packages, and your marketing. What often happens is once you get a clear next level of what you want to create, there's like other pieces that need to be up leveled, like packaging, pricing, marketing. And so I hope you get clear, clarity on just how to do that. And then finally, we talk about how to collapse time and reach your quantum revenue goal even faster. And that's a little bit deeper dive into scaling. So I highly recommend, you know, grab that course if you haven't yet. Now, for some of you, You've been, you've been hearing about the 2X Intensive for you know, over a year now, and, or maybe you've read some testimonials from clients who participated. If you feel the call, schedule a time to chat with me about it. You can go to ursulainc.co forward slash apply. In the application, just you know, give, send your information because it helps me help you when I know what you want to create. And just say that you'd like to have a private call with me. I do a handful of private calls every month. They're 30 minutes. We can knock out a lot in a short amount of time and also find out if we might be able to help you scale as well. So if you want to take it to another level and you want help doing that, definitely um, send us your information. If you love the show, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We, we so appreciate it. And it really helps other people understand if this show is a fit for them as well. All right. So all my housekeeping out is out of the way. Let's jump into the five myths about scaling your business that myself, Rebecca, who's a master coach at um, Ursula Inc. that we see show up regularly. And I want to invite you, if you haven't yet, get a pen and paper out. If you're listening on, maybe you're on the, um, I know some of you listen on your workout equipment, which is totally cool. Cause that's where I love to listen to podcasts. If you're listening there, just catalog a few of these things, you'll remember them and you can, you know, take some notes. Cause I really, I really want to invite you to have a breakthrough this year on, on, on what it means to scale statistically and I've heard this from different sources. It was originally, I heard it from Amex because they were doing some, um, they were doing a lot, they probably still do a lot for women business owners. And they had discovered through their surveying that only 3% of women business owners make it over the seven figure mark. Our gentlemen, friends, guys, dudes, you who are listening, you know, you've been, you technically, if you think about it, you've been in business longer than women. In the US, women have really only been able to um, be fully in business. This is crazy, but like since like the seventies slash eighties, like even in the eighties, I think you, I would, if I wanted to get a business loan, I'd have to bring my dad or my brother or my husband. I'd have to bring a man along to sign the documents. And that wasn't, that's not that long ago when I was seventies kid. It wasn't that long ago. Okay. Maybe it was a little while ago, not super long ago. My point is, I think as women business owners, we're still catching up. So it's not, it's nothing to be ashamed of, like, you know, that we don't have, like only 3% of women make it over the business, you know, of the seven figure mark. It's something to pay attention to though. And, and I also know a lot of gentlemen who haven't made it over the seven figure mark and really want to, they show, we have a lot of guys who show up in our programs and a select few continue on with us in our coaching programs. And only because we tend 
being a woman, I tend to bring in a lot of women. I see more and more guys coming though and joining us because they're like throwing, you know, they're throwing resistance and fear aside and they want to scale as well. And so wherever you are, it's all good. I can tell you though, when I, when I first launched my business, I had, I had so many limiting beliefs and stories that I'd been told about scaling my business. I was scared to death. Like I had no idea I had. So in my twenties, I worked in someone else's business that had already been scaled. Okay. It was a $20 million business. And I went from being an outside sales rep to being a regional manager, to being executive vice president, to being president of the company by the time I was 27, which was a, a phenomenal journey. And I worked very hard. Let me tell you, that girl worked very hard. I choose not to work like that anymore. I worked very hard because I didn't know a different, I didn't know another way. And, but I, I was inside of someone's business that had already been scaled. There was already a team. Like I had a CFO, I had a controller, I had a sales team. I had um, other, you know, executives. I had, I had a whole team. And so it's very different when you start from the ground up and you scale from zero and you keep going. And let's be honest, it's very different when it's your own pocketbook, right? It's very different when you're paying every month the salaries or, you know, the W-2s. And I had a lot of, you know, fear around that and a lot of just resistance. And so when I, when I left, uh, when I left that business and started my own business, I had this belief and this idea that I, you know, I would never, you know, hire, I'd have a really small team because I was just burnt out. And so if you've been in corporate and you've left, you might be a little burnt out. And the thought of like managing a team is just overwhelming, or you feel like it's just not for me. I don't want to do that again. So, so we'll talk about, you know, just the, the myths around that, because it's certainly something that I've had to break through over the years to grow my business. But also there were a lot of things I believed that weren't true. So we're going to, we're going to dive through five, the top five myths, at least I think they're the top five regarding scaling your business is certainly what I struggled with. It's what um, a lot of our clients struggle with. All right. So the first one, the first myth about scaling is that you need a big expensive team to scale and grow. And this one makes me laugh because I definitely was there, you know, and yeah, if you're going to go out and hire 10 W-2 employees tomorrow, it's going to cost you a chunk of change. The question is, do you need 10? And this is where, this is where I see the belief piece coming in. When I'm talking with our clients, it's like, there's this belief that I immediately have to hire someone who's a W-2 employee in the U.S., W-2 employee, you know, meaning they're full-time, they're not a contractor, rather than hiring someone part-time. And for most of our business owners, really what they need is someone part-time to start. And, you know, that, that can cost you anywhere from $8. I mean, depending on where you live, who you hire from, um, you know, what countries you hire from, there's people all over the world looking for opportunity. There's just, there's just, there's a way there's, I've seen people get really creative and, and create internships where they're not paying a lot. I've seen people do trades. I don't recommend that, but like the point is there's always a way to get started with hiring and bring that first team member in or bring that next team member in. There's always a way and we can get super blocked in thinking it's only a W-2 and it's going to cost me 40,000 a year plus, you know, employment tax and everything else. Now, 
depending on where you live, there's a lot of laws about contractors and how contractors you know, need to look. So I'm not an expert. I'm not a lawyer, not a, you know, expert in HR, employment law, any of that. So definitely check your, check your local state or country or wherever you live, but know that you could probably hire someone pretty part-time in the beginning. My first virtual assistant was, I had her for 10 hours a month. And that's all I needed in the beginning. Like I was just getting started. I was still doing a lot of it myself. Didn't have a lot of clients and 10 hours was amazing. It took some things off my plate. And so that's the other piece is that if, if you go the contractor route or you hire a virtual team or a virtual assistant, which is easy to do these days, that thought that, you know, I have to hire them for 50 hours a month right away is, is prevalent. And, that, and that's just not true. There's a lot, there's tons. <laughs> there's tons of virtual assistants who will start with smaller packages. Okay. so. Let go of this first myth that you need a big, expensive team to delegate. Let me tell you, I we have clients who own multi-million dollar businesses and have zero W-2 employees and work with a couple contractors. Not everybody can do that. Like if your business is more, you know, heavily service-based and has a lot of moving parts, you're probably going it's probably different for you. But I'm just telling you that. We know people, we have clients who have very small teams and are committed to having very small contracted teams that are super productive and get things done. We, we will talk about systems and processes a little bit, but you know, they're what, if you have to, in order to have a small team, you've got to have really solid systems and processes. And I want to bring Rebecca Hall, our master coach. I want to bring her back on um, the podcast pretty soon to talk about systems and processes in scaling. And so we'll be, we'll be making that happen, but you know, all this is to say a smaller team equals, you know, really tight systems and processes, which you can figure out. We'll talk a little bit about that. I'll talk a little bit about that today as well. The next myth about scaling your business is that you need to have a seven figure business to even think about the word scaling. Like I think people get intimidated when they hear other people say scale. They think, oh, I'm going to scale to the next level. I got to add all these moving parts. I got to add this big team. Like it's this big overwhelming thing. And I'm not going to need to do that until I'm seven figures. And it's absolutely a myth because the moment you start your business, you want to think about scaling, right? You want to think about what are the pieces and who needs to be on my team so I can grow it easily over time. What's interesting is and I heard a coach say this one time. I thought it was so powerful. Men, you're really good at starting a company and hiring pretty quickly. You hire fast. Women, we start a company. Like, gentlemen, you start a company, you hire a team. Women, we start a company. We are the team. We have, we have brains that think we need to do everything and be everything and I can do it and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm not sure where all that programming comes from or how much of it is biological or what's going on there. But the point is you want to start scaling from the very beginning, the, the faster you can hire, the faster you will grow. And it's not about throwing money to the wind or, you know, like, as I said earlier, there's a lot of ways to hire or to get the support you need, but don't wait until you don't think you need to wait until you have a half a million or seven figure business to understand what scaling is. You want to think about scaling when you start it. just like you want to think about your exit strategy when you start your business, if you can, like some people just have no idea, like if they're going to sell their business someday, or if they're going to run it forever, if it's going to become a legacy for their family, they're not sure. I get that. At the same time, having the thought is really important because if you know your intention is to 
to sell the business someday, that's going to change how you scale the business, right? That's going to change how you think about hiring, how you think about systems and processes, because in order to sell a business, it can't be all you clearly, right? It's got to be, it's got to be this machine that's running. So when you sell it, it keeps running, even if you're not there. And by the way, that's the definition of a you know successful business anyway. A business that has been scaled is a business that you could leave for a month and it would keep running. And so, so thinking about those things, like what's your exit strategy? If you know, if not scale early, scale, like think about scaling early, even if it's, you know, just hiring that first virtual assistant and starting to put systems and processes in place. By the way, the great news is that when you hire a virtual assistant who's, uh, experienced in scaling or has helped grow other businesses, they already know how to put SOP, standard operating uh, processes. They know how to put procedures, sorry. They know how to put those things in place. Um, they, they understand how to, you know, build systems and processes that will help you grow the business. So be picky about who you hire, but think about it from that perspective of, you know, if I sold the business someday, what would need to be in place? The third myth about scaling that I kind of like half hear and I half see, and sometimes I don't think people are aware of it, but the, it's the idea that you need to sell a big ticket item to scale. Like I don't need to scale because I don't sell a big ticket. I just sell little things. No, you're still scaling. Like one of our clients has a $20 product and has scaled to multi-millions and thought about scaling from the very beginning. So it's, it's not about like, oh, I only have, you know, I have packages this size. No, 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 no. If you want to grow the business, you got to think about scaling from the, the get-go, from that perspective of, you know, what are the systems and processes that need to be in place, right, to grow, whether it's a $10,000 product or a $20 product. In fact, I would think, you know, so you're selling products you know, there's, there's moving parts, right? There's packaging, maybe there's shipping. There's a lot of other things. So different from services. So having those, you know, having those really good systems processes, all those pieces in place in the beginning is what will help you scale. All right, we're going to keep going. The fifth myth about scaling your business that, that I hear that I, you know, see out there is that you have to have a massive email list. Like if you don't have a massive email list, you don't have a business, you don't have to think about scaling. Again, that's not true. Back in the day, I heard this, this coach talking and it, this has just stuck with me at a deep level because he said, he said, if you have 250 people on your list and they're the right people or they're, they fit your ideal client profile, you can, you can grow a million dollar business from that list. Now it would have to, you know, you'd, you'd want to have a certain level of product that you sell. And he was talking about the coaching world in that case, that so there were higher ticket items. Nonetheless, the point is it's not, you don't have to have a massive list. You don't have to have a massive email list, a massive prospect list to one, scale your business, to two, to grow a seven-figure business. And this myth keeps a lot of people stuck and prevents them from scaling and growing because they have a belief that they're out there just hustling, trying to build a list, trying to build a list. And really, for, for a lot of our clients, 
it's not a lot. It's not a lot of clients to get. It's not a lot of clients or customers for them to scale past seven figures. And when you start to get that and you start to realize that what's more important is to make the decision to scale to seven than it is to start working on all these other pieces, things start to shift. So no, like just making the decision, like now, even as you're listening, are you committed to creating a seven figure business this year or more? Like, is that, is that what you want? Because until you've decided, until you've gotten all in, until you know this is what you want, until you built the revenue model, it's really difficult for the clients and the other pieces to start to show up. It's like making the decision, creating the revenue model. You've heard me talk about this. That's the map. It's the map that points where you want to go. When Rebecca and I sit down with our clients and we can see their quantum revenue model very quickly, we're like, oh, now we see your path to marketing. Now we see your path to clients. And most of our clients also realize it's not as many customers or clients that they need to get to that that next level. In fact, it's typically a lot less than they think. So you don't have to have a massive list. You have to have a qualified list or you have to have a good way to get in front of, you know, your ideal prospects. We talk about always having three ways to market. We're constantly asking our clients, you know, what are the three ways that you're marketing right now? And not just marketing, but marketing consistently, because there's a difference. We can tell ourselves tall tales, right? About, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, um, I'm sending emails, but to the, are the emails that are going to your list, taking your clients on a journey? Like, do they know what the next step is? Like, what is the marketing message? And so, you know, having three solid, consistent ways to market is way more powerful than having 10 ways of like your marketing where you're just throwing spaghetti at the wall. And, and here's the thing, start with one way you market that works. We were talking with a client recently and you know, as we were peeling the layers away, what became really clear is that her clients come from referrals. And so while we want her to develop two more ways to market, we want to go deep and wide with the way that she's getting referrals now, because that's working. Like she gets amazing referrals. And she's, she, she said to me, she's like, well, I, I don't feel like that's real marketing. I'm like, that is amazing marketing, right? If someone's just sending your ideal client, the closing rate potential on a referral is like 95%. It's very high, right? It's up to us to not mess that up. And so for her, we wanted to put a formal referral program in place so that she could really begin to expand how she was asking for referrals, how referrals were coming in, et cetera. Okay. So again, this goes back to, you don't need a massive list. You need a very consistent, focused way of marketing. And I've tried a lot of different marketing over the years. And I'll say like, I'm not a marketing expert. Here's a lot of people are like, yeah, but you know how to market. And now I've kind of let that go. Like I've learned the hard way how to market and how not to market. And I find that simple simplicity and marketing is, is powerful. Authentic messages, you know, through podcasts, through speaking. Those are some things that I do and connecting with people that works. And so figuring out, you know, how to do that on a consistent, continual basis is what keeps our marketing going. I will say this as well about marketing is that I'm never not thinking about it. <laughs> For those who've been in business long enough, you know what I'm talking about. Like I'm, I'm always thinking about how we're getting our message out, how we're staying in front of people. Like it's, that's the one thing I'm always thinking about. So, you know, if, if that hasn't been a top of mind thing and you're struggling in business, I would definitely take a look at, you know, where you're marketing and what's working, what's not working. 
it's not working, let's change it, let's move on, let's find what is working. All right, and the fifth myth about scaling your business, this is one of my favorites. It's going to be hard and you have to work more hours. Mm, let's unpack that for a bit because I'm telling you, that while this is my fifth one on the list, it's probably number one. When we talk to a client about scaling, especially women business owners, it's like their eyes glaze over and just we lose them because the belief underneath that is, is I'm already working hard. If I grow this business, I'm just going to be working more. I'm going to go from working 40 hours a week or 80 hours a week to a hundred hours a week, like, you know, whatever that number is. And so that, that's a lie. That's a lie. And I also understand, especially, you know, for women, we have a lot of clients who are women who like, they don't want more time away from their families. They don't, you know, they don't want to be more stressed. Like there's this feeling of if I grow, it's going to be like this. And the exact opposite is true when you scale in what I like to think of as a very sustainable way. Okay. Rebecca, Rebecca Hall, the master coach here. She loves to, she loves to tease me because she, she calls me the queen of delegation. I love to delegate. Now, if you follow human design at all, I'm a projector. And Rebecca has been explaining to me that, you know, she's, she's getting certified in human design. She's talking about how projectors, you know, we're really good at modeling other, other things. Like I have to see something to be able to do it, but we're also, we love to delegate. Like it's a thing in me. So I love teaching delegation as well. I create lists every day. Okay. And then I go through the list and I ask, who can I delegate this to? I don't want to do it. What I want to do or what I'm good at in my business. I love the podcast. I love speaking and connecting with CEOs through Zoom or in person. I love writing. I love coaching. I don't like to do all of those things too much though, right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm all about moderation with every one of those. So I don't get tired of it, but those are the things that I love to do. And I, I love doing now. I do CEO work, right? I lead my team and I, I can do it. It's, you know, I'd rather probably be recording a podcast or hanging out with clients, but I do the CEO stuff because I have to, but I'm really good at delegating. And when you get really good at delegating, when you make delegating almost a sport, okay, you will work less. You will, in fact, you will work a lot less. And if that's your intention to work less, then that's what's going to happen. Now we tell all of our clients, you can choose to work as much as, or as little as you want. Like some of them just, they love certain things. And so they love doing it. What we don't want them doing though, is spending hours and hours on things they don't want to do or things they're not good at, right? Like admin work for most of our clients. They're terrible at it. Why do it? You're terrible at it. Find someone who's good at it. And so just like, think about in this moment, like what are the things that you do in your business that you really dislike? that drain you. For a lot of our clients, it's things like admin work, bookkeeping, scheduling appointments, follow-up, like all that stuff. What would it be like if you had the systems, processes, and team in place so that you only did, you only got to focus on your genius work? How amazing would that be for you? One of our clients who came to our course, the 2X Intensive, knocked 21 hours off her week, 21 hours. And she did it by looking at the things that she didn't want to do in her business anymore. 
And there was this chunk of 15 hours was a week was this one task that she was doing 15 hours a week. So that was the first thing to go. She was so relieved. And, and the truth was, it didn't even cost her that much. It was worth every penny she paid for that to get that task off her plate. And then she got a few other tasks off her plate, changed her business. So she could go from 200,000 to 400,000 a year quickly, 84 hours a month to focus on her genius work. You think she grew her business? Yes. Now, <laughs> helping CEOs give themselves permission to get things off their plate is also a sport. It's a sport that Rebecca and I love to help our clients with. And so in closing, I do have a gift for those of you who are still listening and still hanging out. Rebecca and I decided to put together a CEO roundtable. It's called Scale to Seven, Scale to Seven. And it's focused on going deeper with the things we just talked about. We're limiting it to 20 attendees. It's going to be two hours. 20 attendees, two hours with Rebecca and myself in a round table, a virtual, a virtual round table, virtual on Zoom. And for each attendee, we are going to work on figuring out your path to seven figures and releasing the number one block that's holding you back, figuring out what that is and helping you release it. A big part of releasing blocks and limiting bleeds is the awareness of what it is. Often there's a blind spot there. So again, we're going to help each attendee figure out their path to seven figures. Like what, what could be your path? And then help you release the number one block that's keeping you stuck and keeping you stuck at a certain income ceiling. Again, 20 spots. This is a thousand dollar value. We're giving it away to the first, for the first 20 people who register. When you look below, when you look in the show notes, or you go to scale to seven, so scale to seven, the number. So it looks like scale 27, but it's scale two and the number seven, scale to seven.com. There's just a, a quick um, registration form to fill out. And again, because of the information that we're going to be working with, we're only inviting 20 CEOs. Okay. Now, how do you want to know if this is for you? A couple of things. One, you already have a business. This is for people who already have a business up and running. Maybe you're in the low six figures. Maybe you haven't hit six figures yet. Maybe you did 80,000 last year, but you know you want to scale to seven figures. You know that's your dream. You know that's your goal. So you're up and running. Your business is up and running. You may or may not have a team member yet, but you know you want one. You know you need to add systems and processes. You know you can see the vision. Like You know you want to grow but you're stuck. Like there's something that's keeping you stuck at this level. So if you know, this is you go to scale to seven. Once we have 20 attendees, um, we will close registration and you can see the date, the details, the time is going to be two hours. I'm so excited. We've been wanting to do this for a long time. So I'm super excited that uh, it's finally happening and excited to invite you there and to really support 20 CEOs on figuring out like, what's it going to take to break through What's it going to take to scale this year? So go to scale27.com. The details are there. Looking forward to hanging out with you. All right, everybody. It was fun. This was fun talking about the five myths, the top five myths about scaling your business. And hopefully it gave you some aha moments. Hopefully it's given you some breakthroughs. Definitely, if it's if you feel the pull, go to scale27.com. Would love to hang out with you there so we can connect even more. All right, everybody. That's it for this week. Have your most epic month yet. It's time. 
CCI. Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.